Hey everybody, welcome to DFW's Real Estate Best, where you are hearing from the best in real estate here in DFW. I firstly want to say a Merry Christmas to those of you watching. You know, we have Merry, we have Christmas around the corner there. And so just uh, from us to you here at DFW Real Producers, we hope you have wonderful time with family, friends, and a happy new year. But I'm excited for today's show. And um, also just want to let you know, we stream through Spotify, iTunes, a radio network, all sorts of different channels there. Make sure to get subscribed. Wednesdays, 11 a.m., we live stream here through Facebook and YouTube. So hope to catch you next week as well. Um, but we're, we're grateful for the difference. We are powered by the difference. Lendon, the gentleman who runs it, has a radio, a live stream, podcast platform that just helps businesses, both large and small, do branding, digital development. I mean, oh my goodness, anything in that sphere, he can help your business. So I want to encourage you to get connected with him. And at the end of the show, he'll be sharing more about that. But today's program, I mean, we're going to be having on two people who have incredible hearts, firstly, are the best at what they do here in DFW. And they particularly both have a heart for the veteran community. And so if you have a heart for the veteran community or that's something that uh, piques your interest, make sure to stay tuned because we're going to talk about how to help veterans, uh, particularly in real estate. And we'll dive into some other neat things as well, um, such as, you know, if you're working with people in real estate who have student debt, uh, what you can do there, how, can, how you can help them. So different things we'll be diving into, but I first want to invite on to the show my friend, a top 500 Dallas real estate agent with Century 21 Judge Fight. She's a real estate professional here in DFW, Dallas, office in Bishop Arts. Uh, Miranda Peretta, why don't you come and join right now? Hi, Rochelle. Awesome. Hey, good to have you on. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, now we first met, we've seen each other a couple of times in between then, but was it about a year ago? Yeah, I believe so. About a year ago in Bishop Something Arts. Something like that. It, it's, it's been a while. I do, I do know that. Mm -hmm. And um, yes. I know when we were talking, sharing hearts, you particularly, as I mentioned in the beginning, you were sharing about your heart for the veteran community. Mm -hmm. And when I was sharing with you about the unique community here, we have at Dallas Real Producers, the cream of the crop in real estate is a part, the top 500 agents, best businesses working in real estate here in Dallas. One particular business, uh, business man came up because he mm -hmm. shares he's that same heart to help right. the veteran community. And we started talking about him, his business, your business. We actually all met up for lunch right. and I'm going to let you introduce him so we can get him on the show here. Yes. Hi, um, Wade. He's awesome. Winning with Wade and I've had some amazing transaction with Wade. Um, come on, Wade, show yourself. There we go. How is it going, there everyone? You are. Wade Betts with Nexa Mortgage. Welcome to the show, Wade. Thank you. Really appreciate you having me. Yeah, well, it's just going to be awesome. I know both of you, and I'm excited for those of you listening in to hear their hearts, hear about what they're passionate about, but also hear the journey. I think that um, we can gain a lot, both insight and inspiration for hearing the journey. And so, Miranda, I would just love to dive into your story right now. Uh, you didn't always plan to get into real estate. You actually had a different idea of uh, what you were going to do with your life years ago. Why don't you share how that started? Well, early on, uh, when I was young, I wanted to get into the medical field, maybe be a physician or you know, nursing or something. But then I started volunteering and I just, I would be crying every day. <laughs> and then, um, so I ended up changing my, I'm sorry. Uh, my I, said, I hear you on that. You know, I, I'm, uh, yeah. I cry pretty easily here. So probably would be me too. Yes. Oh. Um, so I started, um, then I ended up getting my degree in advertising marketing because I loved, 
uh, being creative and coming up with commercials. Like my dream at that point was to have a Super Bowl commercial. Um, and then I ended up with the Dallas Morning News. I was an account executive there for, um, I believe, six years. And then right around that time in 2008, 2009, the economy was changing. The you know Everywhere um, we were going through a dip, right? Even though Dallas was still overall somewhat healthy, um, it was we, the whole country, right? We were feeling it. Right. So I, and then also the newspaper was declining. There was changing happening there. I've always right. had a love for real estate. I've always had a love for architecture, for um, different properties, for, you know, meeting new people. And so I decided to get into real estate. And plus my daughter was, um, she was, I think, eight or nine at that time. So I wanted flexibility with her to be able to pick her up from school, drop her off. And so then, um, and also around that time, a lot of agents were getting out of the uh, industry because of the, the economy. So I was like, you know what? It's a great time to get in, learn it. And then ever since then, I love it. I would never, I love real estate. I, I would um, very happy and blessed to be in this industry. Right now, the climb to the top 500 to be a top 500 agent here in Dallas wasn't um, just an easy ride in the beginning. No. I remember there was just some hard times. Even just the transition, you were saying you had to juggle your full time work and doing full time real estate. Um, right share about that like how did you get through that time i remember you saying your daughter would even come with you to the showings oh yeah prayer prayer first yeah. of all and then <laughs> prayer determination don't give up anybody that you meet could potentially be somebody or know someone looking to buy sell, or lease and at the beginning too i was just working leases i was working anything and everything possible to be able to become full-time so i was working um full-time still marketing or that's more news. And then I transitioned to another company marketing. And then I continued uh, with real estate and just kept on, kept on like almost basically 24 seven. And there's a lot of costs and to get into real estate. So you're coming into an industry where you're paying a lot of money before you are even getting money. So, um, but I've met right. so many amazing people, right. clients. It's worth it. Yeah. Talk about that. That's a pretty strong statement. And I also think good for even potential aspiring real estate agents listening into the show. You know, they're hearing of the amazing stories, the unlimited uh, potential, you know, when you join exactly. into real estate. That's quite mm -hmm. a statement that you said there that you have to be prepared for loss when you start in real yeah. estate. I mean, there are uh, some agents, yeah, that hit the ground running. And of course, I just necessarily wasn't one. I had to really work, continue to work. But I mean, um, Yes, the income is unlimited. It's how much you work and all that. It's it's amazing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I have to say, meeting with top agents, I want to say almost weekly. You know that that definitely is a, a key part. You have to be prepared to, you know, take some hits, take some loss in the beginning, yeah. take a risk. Uh, but as we know, take in rejections. Life, there we go. Exactly. Uh, not just that. That's a good point. Not just financially, but be prepared uh, for the rejections, for the the, the hard climb. Um, but talk it like when was that turning point? Because there was a lot of grinding in the beginning. Bring your daughter to showings. I remember you, Sherry, even your clients asking your daughter, "What do you think about this?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I had her. I didn't have a sitter. Right. I mean, I was holding on to all the money I could possibly to get this going. Right. So, wow. yes, she um, she went with me to all the showings and I would even tell the clients, oh, is it OK? Everybody was OK with it. Um, but then when she started becoming like a teenager, <laughs> she's like, no more. <laughs> but uh, before, yeah, she's like, OK, I'm done. And even right now, she's really into real estate, but she's starting to ask questions. She knows about investments. She knows what appraisal means. She, you know, she's pretty well-rounded about um, real estate in itself. And um, I remember one time we were, I was showing a property and, you know, she, a lot of the clients would ask her like, what's your opinion about the house? And I don't know one time she's like, 
I'm not feeling this house because it feels too much like an apartment when you walk in. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. So she would give her opinion. It was cute. Um, yeah. But then uh, I've got to also be careful with some of the stuff she might, you never know what they might say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. So there was obviously a transition point when you, you got the babysitter and, uh, but there was also a transition point when you left your full-time job and went full. I mean, you already were full-time into real estate, but then fully just yeah. focus in on that. And I know speaking with other top agents, they say, Hey, for like aspiring agents start out, like, keep that part-time job, keep that other full-time job and, and do real estate. And, uh, you know, when it comes time, you will know when you're supposed to go fully into real estate. So when was that time for you? How did you know when it was time to, to leave the other job and completely focus on real estate? Well, so from Dallas Morning News, I went to another marketing job and I just was not being fulfilled at that job. And I knew my heart was with real estate, even though my business wasn't as ramped up as I wanted to be, but I knew that I had to do everything it took in me to provide for my family. So probably around a year and a half, two years, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm, this is going to be my full-time job. And so, you know, did what you did it, you know, just continue to work 24 seven, basically to earn the boats. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, before we shift gears here, want to hear some of your story, Wade. Uh, but you have to share with everybody, Miranda, what you do at closing. You know, you even if you're not there at closing, you told me that you, you wear something to celebrate. <laughs> I should have shout out them to Mark. Yeah, so. uh, Mark Kretzky just uh, did a sh shout out to us all. So, hey, Mark. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So every closing, I wear my closing shoes, which are like, they're very sparkly, kind of leopard, but they're very, they're, they make a statement. And so the clients love them, especially some of the repeat clients. They're like, we're ready for you to put those shoes on. And so, um, and I always take a picture. Sometimes I picture, take a picture with my shoes and the client's shoes or other, you know, so I have like so many pictures on my phone, like I'm walking headed into the closing because uh, it's the picture of the shoes. But the clients, they, they get a kick out of it, too. No, that, that's awesome. I've heard from some other top agents, uh, Sally Morellis, who we also featured in a previous issue of Dallas Real Producers. She also has something with the shoes. She wears some uh, nice red high heels because, as she shared in her journey with me, uh, she can afford nice pretty shoes when she started out in real estate. And she was some hard work, some determination, sacrifice, like you're talking about, yeah. Miranda. She's yeah. made it to the top 500, and now she wears some special shoes there to celebrate. There must be something there with the shoes. So um, I can't pull off the high heels, though. They just don't look good on them. I was going to say, Wade, what do you do on closing? What's that special thing? Is there anything special that lenders do on closing? I hear something from real estate agents. <laughs> it depends, honestly. If we have the opportunity to uh, arrive at closing uh, and, and be present, uh, we can do something special. But you know, a lot of times because we're licensed in like an entire state, you know, a lot of these closings might be out of the area and it's just not right. practical uh, to uh, to be present for closing. And COVID made that even more of a struggle the last couple of years. So right. um, I'd love to sit here and say uh, with a straight face that I show up to every closing. That's just not the reality, especially given the uh, the, the the COVID uh, um, right. pandemic that we've been through. So right. uh, I might have to pull out some uh, some fancy shoes, though, and, and work that in. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if you do a video, though. I, it's great how you send those video messages through email versus the typical yeah, email. I, I send a significant amount of video. Uh, in fact, I track it. Okay. And uh, I think already this week I've sent 42 and it's, you know, Wednesday. I morning. love them. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I guess it's, it's good to Miranda when you're on the road to get a video message from Wade. So you could be multitasking there and listening to a, to an email there from Wade versus trying to, well, hopefully not reading while driving. Um, yeah. don't <laughs> no. that. Disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Wade, no one uh, decides growing up, uh, that they want to become a lender, as you told me, the majority uh, don't say they want to be a lender when they grow up. And that certainly was not your journey, as you told me. But how did you end up in this profession? 
Being, yeah, I will mention a uh, swimmer there. Um, yeah. What's the exact title? <laughs> Forgive me. So it's okay. I was uh, in high school. I was an all-American swimmer. That was that was go. back when I had cheekbones. Everyone watching. So that that, that day has uh, that long since <laughs> passed. Um, but that's what brought me to Dallas from New Orleans in the first place. Was I was going to swim at at SMU wow. in, in Dallas. Um, got there and realized that everyone that uh, that was there was some kind of like gold medal winner or something crazy like that. And it's like, nope, I'm not going to be on a Wheaties box, and I don't want to be a swim coach. So. I'm just going to enjoy college. And that's where this kind of thing started. So um, met my now wife uh, at, at school as well. God, we've been together since 1999. My kids like wow, to tease us that, uh, that we got together in the last millennium. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's been great. Um, I have two boys, 13 and 11 at this point. Uh, they're home for Christmas break right now. I, I, uh, I bribed them to stay quiet for this. So uh, hopefully that they listen. Um and it's been a good journey. So actually, my my wife is the reason I am here today, uh, for many reasons. Just to be clear, but uh, right, right. but the professionally in particular, because I knew when I graduated from SMU, uh, I had an economics degree, and I knew I wanted to go into real estate. But that's a very broad, um, right, um, right. you know, industry. Uh, any any number of ways that you can be in real estate. And I found that with my economics degree, the the mortgage and finance side was really pretty, uh, a pretty good fit, a really good fit. But I didn't get there easily. So like literally the way the story goes is my my girlfriend at the time, now wife, uh, went to a, a party without me, met someone in real estate who told her about a mixer, who invited me to at a different event, who introduced me to a headhunter, who introduced me to a headhunter. Who introduced me to another headhunter? Wow! And that third one had just refinanced their mortgage, and the the loan officer told this person like three days earlier, "Hey, if you run into anyone uh, that's green, we're looking to hire someone uh, new to the industry and train them up." And so we we got connected that way, and and the man that uh, interviewed me and and hired me was literally my my boss um, for 14 years at that organization. I just had drinks with them uh, um, last week. So Marcus, if you're watching, appreciate you, buddy. Oh, everything to you. And um, but yeah, so even though we're 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 not in, uh, you know coworkers anymore, still friends, still mentors, uh, and it's just been a really really good journey. Um, but uh, but that that convoluted path to to be hired all right. those years ago. Uh, that literally took about 10 months of following one lead to the next. Wow. Yeah. So it wasn't like a, a thing like this. It, it took a while to, to right. get to that point, uh, right, but right. the rest is history as they say. Yeah. And now like your shirt says there, you love mortgages. <laughs> I do. Mortgages are great. Um, you know, the, the truth is everyone loves a home, but they don't, they don't necessarily love a mortgage. So this is what I try to accomplish during each of my transactions, but let's be realistic. I mean, it's a bureaucratic right. process. So the analogy that I use when I'm going through this with my clients, is like Marana and I, we're your airplane captains. We've flown this flight thousands of times. I don't know how long your flight's going to be or if we're going to run into turbulence. All I know is if you follow my in-flight instructions, we'll land you safely and it'll be a life changing for you and your family. Wow. I love, it. I love that illustration. What a uh, perfect illustration. <laughs> and kind of set someone at ease for the journey, the ride. Uh, yeah. It's a mortgage though. It's There's going to be bumps along the road. Even if everything yeah. goes yeah. perfectly, there's still some bumps. It's just a yeah. bureaucratic process. So I love it. Hopefully the people going through it love it as well. But at the end of the day, what they really love is their home. <laughs> so that's what we're trying to get them to. Right. Talk about navigating that a little bit here, Wade, um, navigating those bumps, um, working with different personalities. I imagine you come across all sorts of things um, and you have to be a certain personality type um, that that pilot there, calm, cool, steady, yep. problem solver to be able to, to get the plane landed on the ground. That's exactly right. So um, I've done a lot of studying around disc profiling. Uh, I know this is probably not the direction oh, you're cool. expecting me to go. But no, the, the large majority of the population is an S and S's like stability and they like to be led to the clear next step. 
And any, depending on which study you read, anywhere from 60 to 70% of the population is an S. So mm -hmm. I've got my process built around the majority. Wow. And the majority just want to be led to the clear next step. Now, for the you know 30% that aren't in that, that's when you have to be a little bit more adaptive to how they want to communicate and, uh, and interact. Uh, but the, most, the, the majority of the population, they just want to be led. And right, so right. we have to provide clear guidance, set clear expectations so that they are not surprised, good or bad. It really shouldn't be a surprise. Now, is that always possible? No, it's it's real estate. There's going to be weird things right. that pop up on inspections and appraisals and things like that. But the key is to to try to be as proactive as possible so that we don't have to react and be reactive. And it takes us out of what we were, need to be doing to help grow the business and help the families and do those types of things. So clear next steps. That that's the key. That's right, the goal. Right. Very well said, Miranda. How important is that for you? Uh, working with a lender, you've worked with Wade. Um, just having that trust in your lender and exactly what Wade said, leading them to the next clear step. It's so important that the clients feel comfortable throughout the whole process on the lending side and the you know buying a house, looking for a house. And so to have a, a lender that communicates with the agent and communicates with the client and accessible, it's just so important because really like agents and um, mortgage and lenders, we're just a click away, right? We're just literally or furl away uh, from somebody else, but to provide excellent communication, to provide knowing, to make them feel like we're looking out for their best interests and that we are there from the beginning the middle all the way to the end and you know try to you know everybody just wants the best rate right yeah and then also i just want to mention about va it is so important with va because to a lot of people uh, a lot of sellers they feel they don't want to work a va offer so it's very important mm -hmm. to work with a lender who fully understands that it can be done. It's as good as a conventional or cash. I mean, it, right. it's a, we just, and as an agent, uh, I have a lot of training as far as how we can overcome things that could be called out during appraisal, what we can do to, at the end of the day, to, to close it. Right. Right. So, yes. well, yeah, the, the two uh, experts right here, uh, Wade as well, you specialize in VA home loans. You know, um, a lot of lenders, they might do one or two a year, um, yeah. but you, you're doing them monthly. You specialize in them. And I love what you shared, Miranda. And I think this is a perfect segue. Let's go into some myth busting here. <laughs> uh, you are passionate about myth busting as well in regards to, to veteran loans. Yes. Um, and actually, before we even hop into that, I'm sure people, you know, if the people listening in might be thinking, well, yeah, like I've, I've had that perception, Miranda. You know, I want to mm -hmm. I want to stay away, uh, stay away from those loans, stay away from um, that. But how did you get a passion for working with? the veteran community. I'd, I'd love to dive into that first and then let's go into some myth busting. Uh, Miranda, why don't we start with you and then Wade would love to hear how you got a heart for the veteran community. Sounds good. Okay. Well, I'm a proud American and I have <laughs> had over um, my grandfather, he had a, uh, received a Purple Heart and um, I, there's over 20 something family members that have been in military. And so wow. I remember, wow. yeah, I remember also growing up, uh, one family member, it was uh, during the, I'm going blank on the war, but I remember like my dad talking about it a lot. Uh, his, his brother was there. Right. And so um, it's just, you know, I, however I can do my part to help them um, achieve a home ownership, you know, I, I definitely want to be a part of it because I would have wanted to have gone into the military, but it just didn't work out. So um, I thank them for the yeah. time that they served and how I can do, how I can help them. I'm, I'm all about it. That's amazing. Absolutely. Wade, what about you? How did you uh, get a heart for the veteran community and just start specializing uh, to work with veterans? So it, it starts uh, with uh, my grandfather. Uh, I got his flag right over my shoulder here. So I get to see it oh, every day. Wow. 
Uh, it makes me smile every day. He was an amazing man. I miss him um, uh, greatly. Uh, but that's where it started. And then as I got deeper and deeper into my mortgage career, um, I realized that veteran, the, the, the veteran community is really kind of preyed upon. And I'm not going to mention any names, but let's just uh, summarize to say that there's some very uh, nationally branded VA friendly lenders out there that, in my opinion, don't necessarily have the veterans best interest in heart. Hmm. And so I kept seeing and hearing from from my real estate partners that the VA loan is hard to get accepted and, and these types of things. And so essentially, I don't want to say veterans are being discriminated against because they're not technically a protected class, so they can't be discriminated against. But the reality is they were getting their offers rejected for other offers. And hmm. the reasoning that I kept hearing, uh, it was kind of the same things over and over again. And so that's when I got educated and got more involved. And look, I'll be very transparent here. Before I decided to specialize in helping veterans, I had done a few hundred VA mortgages before. And once you actually start um, digging into um, all the guidelines and the gotchas and, and everything, right. uh, I was really kind of amazed that uh, that something didn't go haywire prior. And mm. that's the, that's the difference. So, uh, Rachel, you, you mentioned that the, a lender might do one or two a year. Yes, they might. And those deals blow up mm. more often than lenders that that specialize in it because we know how to navigate the program. So what right. happens, though, is if that deal blows up now, the real estate community thinks, oh, it's a VA issue when really it was a lender execution issue. Right. So the, the uh, VA I, I home loan is the, the, the best. What was that, Miranda? Yes, I've experienced that where literally they are the one that dropped the ball and it fell apart and the the member did not close. Yeah. So yeah. Mm -hmm. it happens Very a lot and it, and it just breaks my heart. So the, the mm -hmm. fact is that they served us. It's our term now to serve right. them. And I don't right. think yeah. being an expert at your craft or a specialist, even I don't, I don't, I'm not an expert just for the whole internet to hear. Uh, I specialize. Mm -hmm. So there's always someone that knows more. There's always something else to learn. So I specialize yes. in it, but, but I don't think it's too much to ask the lending community to specialize in our craft to help mm -hmm. the veteran community. And mm -hmm. that that's why I'm here now. Don't get me wrong. I've got people that I look up to, that help more veterans than me and that are more knowledgeable than me, that's okay. Yeah. It's good to have mentors. Right. But the right. key is to just make sure that you're constantly improving to consistently mm -hmm. help more and more veteran families. Because right. if, if we're not yes. helping them, they're getting advice, probably bad advice from someone else that could be harming them. So we exactly. owe it to them to get the message out that the VA home loan is the best mortgage in America and they've earned the right to use that. Yeah. And if a listing agent has an objection, we, Ron and I, need to overcome those objections because they're myths. It, it's a right, wonderful, right. wonderful loan program. Nothing remotely comes close. Amazing. And I've got statistics yeah. to back it up. I, I believe it. And that is one of the things I really respect about you, Wade, and your business. Um, you are a learner. <laughs> you know, you are continually, I mean, the people who are the best at their craft are learners. They're continually learning. They have those mentors in their life, like you said, and um, I love it. I feel like, uh, you know, some of the times that we've been together, the, the first time um, met with you in person there with Erica Hardin. Shout out to Erica, uh, a top agent in North DFW. I remember you sharing about some of the things Prosper. you were from your Prosper coach. Queen. Yeah. Yes, yes. Hashtag your Prosper agent, yep. uh, Eric Hardin. Um, and you were sharing about some of the things you learned from your coach. And so, yeah, I have a lot of respect uh, respect for you and just uh, continually learning and educating, not just keeping it for yourself, but educating those around you. And um, yeah, really appreciate that. But let's talk about some of those myths here. Uh, Miranda, Wade, why don't you both chime in? Let's do some myth busting right now. And uh, Wade, you'll also have to share about your class that you do oh, yeah. listening and, and want to attend a myth busting class. All right. So I'm going to put you on the spot here, Miranda. What, what okay. objection do you hear the most often when you're presenting a VA offer to a listing agent? 
the appraiser is going to cut everything down. We're probably going to have our time. It's not going to appraise for that amount. Uh, it, so many items are going to be called out uh, during the appraisal. Yeah, I hear that a lot as well. The reality is, as long as the property is, you know, safe and sound, you know, structurally, mm -hmm. you're going to mm -hmm. be okay for the most part. Yeah. Yes, the VA does not like peeling paint because a lot of that for the older homes is um, uh, lead-based uh, uh, possibility there. So they'll make yeah. you scrape and repaint. But the appraisal, the appraiser, the VA appraiser, is not really any different from a conventional appraisal. The the key difference is that if you go with the conventional appraiser appraisal and let's say it doesn't make value, you then have to rebut it and you're basically arguing with the appraiser about their opinion of value. So even though you and I might disagree with it, it's their opinion and that's what matters. So you very rarely get uh, the value changed on a non-VA appraisal, whereas on a VA appraisal, there's two opportunities to impact value. Right. If the value is not going to be able to be met or if the appraiser is struggling, they're required to raise their hand and issue what's called Tidewater, initiate mm -hmm. Tidewater. Yes. And that's a process where they have 48 hours right. for us to provide additional comps to support the value. And I want to say something Correct. like 15% of homes uh, this year have had Tidewater um, uh, called on them. So that means 85% of the time, the properties are making value just fine. Mm -hmm. And then of the ones that have Tidewater initiated, some of those are making value because if there are actual comps to support the sales price, then that works. But, you know, this mm -hmm. year has been kind of crazy. So a lot of times the values might have just been made up by the seller and or wow. listing agent. And in which case, right. the values would still come in low. But here's the beautiful thing. Even if that's the case, then you can do what's called a reconsideration of value. And the big, big difference here is that the VA appraiser is not involved in that. It's literally the underwriter, the staff appraisal mm -hmm. reviewer at the lender, and then the regional loan center, they're communicating and they can adjust the value. Um, there's a 15% delta uh, that they can do. So nice. if, yeah, but the best part is the appraiser is not involved. So ego is not in there uh, saying mm -hmm. that, oh, you got it wrong right, and whatnot. Right. So the appraisal one, it's the most secure uh, way for a seller to guarantee that they're going to get their um, their offer, uh, their, their sales price. Not, not fully guaranteed, but it's the most likely. Yes, VA appraisers do have the escape clause that, that the seller uh, is going to have to agree to, but there's ways to structure the contract that we can go through that mitigate okay. some of that risk. Hmm. So that, that's the one I hear the most often. And the other one that I hear all the time, and it just makes my blood boil, is when they say the veteran doesn't have any skin in the game. Wow. And, and, and I'm, I'm not going to yeah, use adult language here, but I really want to. Yeah. I think it cut out, Miranda. What were you saying? And some say because they don't put any money down, that, you know, they um, they don't, do they really have the means to close? you know, yeah. are able to close or, you know, I hear that often as well. Yeah. Zero what down do does not. Include, that? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it doesn't equal a weak buyer. So the fact is that the average credit score for a veteran versus a conventional buyer, it's like just a few points difference. It changes every month. And uh, essentially you can all look up this data on the Ellie May uh, monthly insight report. They, they actually track it. Um, it's only a few points difference, but the real big difference is that the average um, uh, or the median income for a veteran, at least in Texas, I want to say it's $87,000 versus $61,000 for a civilian. Hmm. So they, yeah. they have significantly higher income. Their credit scores are very nearly identical. The average veteran average has about $17,000 in assets as well, which is more than enough to cover um, closing costs, uh, and even an appraisal shortage. And that's the real big difference is right now with how low interest rates are, yes. why would anyone, much less a veteran who has the ability to put nothing down that they've earned, by the way, why would they do anything different when their interest rates are so low, they can keep their money in their in their investment account mm -hmm. earning a higher rate of return. And I've, I've got software that I model this with 
but essentially their net worth is different by hundreds of thousands of dollars if they keep their money outside of their home. Let inflation increase the value of your financial assets. Let it push up the value of your home. Let it inflate away the real world impact of your mortgage debt. It's a fixed debt. So the the net worth difference is huge. So when you explain to a, a listing agent that, look, they're choosing to put zero down because exactly. they've earned the right to. Yes. It makes a big difference. And if the property doesn't appraise, then they only have to come up with the appraisal shortage, not the down payment and appraisal shortage like they would with the conventional mortgage. So right. it's actually easier to make the deal work on a VA versus any other loan program by far. Amazing. Amazing. Any other? Yeah. I was just going to add, I'm also part of the relocation department here with Judge Fight. And so I work with a lot of clients moving, you know, from all over and then military as well. And just like Wade said, I just closed on a property. Both um, the husband and the wife were retired uh, veterans, 20 plus years. So, right, they have that income. Plus, they both work full time. And we wanted them to, to use their VA. Right. So they're they're very well off. Yes. Right. Yeah. I yeah. just did. Uh, I pre-approved a, a veteran for a million, uh, $1.1 million purchase uh, last week. Awesome. I wish that all mm -hmm. of my veterans were buying yeah. homes like that. But the reality mm -hmm. is it's a wonderful program and they can do that with zero down. Literally, because uh, they asked me about 20% down. And when I showed them the difference in payment, I want to say, and I'm going from memory now, I want to say the monthly payment was $875 difference between 20% down versus zero, but it was like $200,000 savings out of their pocket. So if they would have just taken that $875 a month and, and saved it back up, it would have taken them almost 20 years to get their money back. Well, don't do that. Leave your 200 yeah. grand in your investment account. Let that compound at seven or 8% a year. Mm -hmm. Now you've got that into the multi-millions by the time you retire. Yeah. It, it's a huge, huge That's difference. Right. So uh, you mentioned the word education uh, earlier, Michelle. That's exactly what we need to lead with. Because right, right. consumers can only get so much from Google, okay? Uh, they they need <laughs> actual professionals to help guide them oh. to the clear next step. Just saying, you can get lost on Google, and you can get all sorts of weird information on Google, too. You need to, you need to speak to an expert, like you're saying there, Wade. And... Um, I actually want to talk about more about education in a moment here, but oh my goodness, I'm sure we could have an hour more uh, conversation on different myths that people uh, relate to yeah. the veteran community and real estate and uh, the veteran loans. class I teach on that's an hour. So yes, it could absolutely be an hour. There we go. And so I'd love wait for you to share how do people um, get in contact with you to join this myth-busting class if they want to hear more about the, the myths. So I don't have any scheduled uh, upcoming, uh, but the reality is connect with me on Facebook, send me a private message. My uh, email address, I think it's scrolling on the screen over here, team at winningwithwade.com, uh, team at winningwithwade.com. And, uh, and then we'll just connect and go from there. It doesn't necessarily have to be a CE class. Literally, if you have questions about a VA mortgage or VA borrower, or need help, even if I'm not part of the transaction, please, please reach out. I am more than happy to help our veteran community in any way. Okay. And Miranda can testify here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Amen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Working with Wade there on some veteran loans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's great. Awesome. And uh, just quickly here, how rewarding, Miranda, is it, you know, at the end of that process there, uh, working with the veterans, Again, speaking to perhaps some real estate agents who are listening right now that unfortunately like a lot shy away from those veteran loans. Any final yeah. things you would say with them to encourage them to give it a shot? Yeah, um, just don't don't give up. I mean, even if you get you um, you were working with the veteran, you know, continue to encourage them to use it. And if a house doesn't get accepted, just keep on. <laughs> You know, it's going to be tough, but just keep educating yourself as an agent and find out. I mean, there we can overcome everything that comes our way. I mean, of course, yeah. if the credit happens, that's a different story. But other than that, it's a good file. 
we can, you know, they, it can be overcome where it can close. Right. Yeah. And like we're talking about today, um, which I think is definitely clear after listening to someone talk here, find a lender that specializes in veteran home loans like Wade, who's sharing today. Um, yeah. As you shared so well, Wade, a lot of times, you know, a deal doesn't end up going through. It's not the veteran's fault. It's the lender's fault. They just didn't know exactly what they were doing. And so you really do need to find someone who specializes in VA loans. And I love what you said. A VA loan can be the best loan. And yeah, uh, yeah so I'm excited for people to connect in more with you. Hopefully attend some myth-busting classes, hear more. Uh, again, love your, your giving heart, both of you. Uh, yeah. I've literally got some agents that literally just work with me on just the veteran piece. Now, would I like all of the other piece of their business? Of course, but I'm more than happy to just help their veteran clients because, and you're exactly right. You need a specialist and there are some very good VA specialists in the DFW area. So it doesn't just have to be me. Of course, I would be honored to help them. Right. Awesome. Well, education, Miranda, I know that that is something that also, you know, you're passionate about. We've spoken about before, you know, people are facing all different life situations. That's and, um, you know, I, I love what you said. Anybody can get into a home. There's just that education piece, a part of that. Why don't you share more about your heart with that? Because I know it's something you're passionate about, about getting a plan in place. Well, and, you know, you never know what the client is facing, whether it be um, they're having to sell their parents home or they're starting a new family or going through a divorce, whatever it is. I mean, we we adapt to their situation. We figure out the best plan. We walk them through everything. And that that just alone um, is what one of, I love so much about it. it you, every client has a different story. And it it's it's our job to be there for them, walk them through it and lead them in the right direction. Right. And, and exactly. And you were sharing with me how a lot of times, you know, leading them in the right direction requires introducing them to different programs. You know, sometimes Correct. people are intimidated and you have to help them get a plan in place. And and that requires education. And I know that's something, um, as you were talking about a moment ago there, Wade, that you are passionate about. Um, mm -hmm. And you have, I'd love for you to talk about one of those plans you have in place, Wade, to help people become the most successful homeowner they can be um, yeah. on the ownership platform. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for those of y'all that don't know or haven't heard about it, so I'm an Art of Homeownership partner. So I've got my business based off of the Art of Homeownership platform, which is essentially a system to ensure that people are as successful homeowners as possible because the average realtor and average lender out there, they might be fantastic at getting people to closing, but after closing is really where what matters the most. And we have to have systems in place to ensure that that client is a successful homeowner. We have to believe that their retirement is better off with us in their life than without us. And Ron and I, we, we are the basically the center of their financial wheel because the average American, the, the home is their largest asset. They might not have financial advisors or CPAs or anything like that. They might just have you and me to help them with their largest asset and their largest debt. Okay. So leading up to closing, as, as a matter of fact, even before that, when, when we are pre-approving people, uh, and this is mo mainly for the first time home buyers, uh, but, you know, two out of three um, people with federal student loans can benefit from an income based repayment plan. So we've got a strategic partner as we're pre-approving people that we can analyze those uh, people's student loan debts to see if they'll qualify for an income based repayment plan and or forgiveness. And hmm. if they do, we can connect them with that partner to help them shave what is usually significant amounts off of their student loan debts. So two out of three people with student loans can qualify. And on average, they reduce their monthly payment obligation by 600 bucks a month. And Amazing. that can be used to pay down other debts, save for down payment and closing costs, Huge. qualify for a larger home that they might be worried that they're getting priced out of as interest rates go up 
and the, uh, the, the sales prices increase. So that's on the front end. So we kind of lead with that education piece. And then, right, like right. I said, we, we'll get them to closing just fine. That's that whole airplane analogy that we talked about earlier. Right, but right. after closing is the big difference. I mean, that's the big differentiator because mm -hmm. after closing, everyone gets assigned to home concierge so that we can um, help them proactively maintain the condition of their property because awesome. well-maintained homes sell for top dollar and faster than homes that have deferred maintenance. We also uh, make sure everyone gets a, a monthly real estate wealth digest, which helps them track and grow their net worth with real estate. It's really impactful. Okay. It's very personalized. Um, the open rates on those things are just massive, anywhere from 60 to 80% each month. Uh, wow. So a lot of these people are very interested to what's that's happening. Email. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who works in the email sphere, you know that that's a huge open rate. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly, it's it's absolutely massive and it's valuable content that the value. they care about. Right. Uh, and so we help them, like I said, track and grow their net worth with real estate. That's the main thing that we do for that. And then also we'll invite them each year for an annual financial review because I don't believe I can shackle somebody with this massive debt and not stay in touch with them to help them proactively maintain it and manage it. We've got wow. a perfect mortgage promise so that they're always in the right mortgage. Sometimes they might need connections to estate planning attorneys and you know, life insurance and financial planners, CPAs, just there's lots of things that we can help facilitate right. that we wouldn't know if we didn't have the systems in place to make sure that the client is a successful homeowner. Right. I love that. They, the relationship yeah. of just helping them doesn't yeah. end when closing uh, yeah. happens. It continues after. And I love how you're just continuing to help educate them and just, uh, yeah. again, help them be the most successful homeowner uh, yeah. they can and be. When in they go to sell, yeah. When they go to sell too, yeah. we have pre-sale renovation financing so that they can get their property in tip top shape so that Miranda can sell it for top dollar. And it doesn't That's cost beautiful. them anything. Get, they get paid out of the proceeds of the sale. So um, wow. it's just all about having these strategic partnerships that can help people be the most successful homeowner possible. Because there's no school for this. It's the school of hard knocks. You just kind of figure it out the, the hard way. <laughs> and we all can't be an expert on everything. And so we need people like a Miranda, like a Wade, uh, you know, to, to help us in those next steps. I think that's great. And same for you, Miranda, like, you know, the relationship doesn't just end at closing, does it? As a top agent, it continues after. Why don't you share about that, being a top agent after closing? Yeah, so you become, like, you're communicating with them almost daily. And, you know, in the morning, during the day, evening. Um, so you you become connected to them. You create a bond with them. And I kid you not, there's been times at closings where I walk away and I'm almost getting teary eyed because I'm like, I don't know when the next time I might see them. Or I got so used to seeing them or hearing about their family. We just, you know, connected so well. And I'm just so happy and thankful to have been a right. part of this big move for them. And so, yes, I will you know, my follow-ups, but, you know, the business part, but I just will randomly text clients all the time. I mean, I'm driving down the street and one comes to mind and I immediately, as soon as I'm able to, can't, I, you know, not driving, but I'll text them when I'm able to. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, and just community. And I love that. I love, and then, I mean, so many clients throughout the years, they'll say, how's your daughter? That's like one of the first things. And so um. I just love that as well. Mm -hmm. Especially those clients, I'm sure, where your daughter came along to the uh, the appointments and, and the day. I love it. Yeah, I love hearing from so many top agents and people a part of the community that truly these clients become like a member of their family or a close friend mm -hmm. because it it really is like you said, Wade. It's it's a huge moment in their life, and mm. you guys are a big part of that in constant communication with them. And uh, I, I think that that's amazing. And certainly that's been a key to your success. I know with many other top agents I talk to is, you know, the communication after closing, the relationship that still continues to grow. And it's not just about, you know, getting them to the closing, but you've built a lifelong friend, a lifelong new member of your, uh, your family. And so I think that that's just a, 
a beautiful thing when it's it focused first, you know, obviously being in real estate, it's very transactional business, but I'm sure as people are listening in, they can hear both of your hearts that both of you are very much relationship oriented. I mean, oh my goodness, even just hearing your heart for the veteran community. You know, you have a heart for these veterans. Um, like you said, Wade, even if they don't end up working with you, you want to help them and, and myth bust and, and share with them why working with veterans is, uh, you know, the best. you want the best. There you go. <laughs> so I well, love they that. Use their, they deserve to use, um, you know, they earned their VA. They earned their yeah, benefit. They it. Okay. And like what I tell them whenever I get a, you know, a new, lead or client or whatever i tell them like i am i'm honored and i'm very proud to work with you and i'm thankful that you know we can work together to find you a home and i it's true you know that's how i feel love it and yeah and i want to say too i'd be remiss if i didn't any veterans listening right now we are so thankful uh for your service so thank you thank you now we're almost at the the close of the program here we are christmas is i can't believe it a couple days away uh, right. you'll have your christmas shopping done um have a little bit more to do uh but we're also here at the the beginning of a new year right around the corner um you know in a few moments here Miranda, I know a big goal for you next year, speaking about veterans, is, is you want to help more in the veteran community. Yes. Why don't you share about that in a moment? And then, Wade, I'd love for you to share about the new thing you're launching in uh, the new year for veterans, that special program, uh, which I'm sure is a goal to, to get that fully lifted off the ground. And so, Miranda, why don't you go first? Well, two projects that I'm going to work on. It, one is uh, veterans. I'm just going to start small in the Oak Cliff and West Dallas area. And uh, if they need repairs, whatever it might, might be, uh, raising funds in order to help out those veterans. So I'm going to focus on that. And the other second part is um, one particular fire station. I always call it my fire station because when, when I was uh, taking photography back when I was really young, I went there and I rode on the ambulance and took pictures while um, we went to different, you know, like when the bell rang, we took off. So that was such an interesting experience. But so I want to help out and some of them are veterans there, um, but I want to help out that fire station. Like they need a new treadmill, a couch, um, new, let's see, a television. And they also created really cool t-shirts and sweatshirts. And so with that, um, sell of those proceeds, they need new tools, right? Because they only have a certain amount of budget and they need certain things for what, no telling what could arise, right? Whenever they come. So I um, plan on really getting aggressive and working on that project as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Wade, the, the program you're going to be launching very soon. Super exciting. Yeah. It's called the Shining Star Hero Program. And so essentially, it's very, very similar to Homes for Heroes, but without all the bureaucratic red tape and the uh, the, the the cut that uh, that organization takes. Uh, so essentially, it's for uh, active duty um, and uh, veteran uh, families. Uh, it's for first responders, healthcare workers, and educators. So essentially, our community heroes. And so uh, for 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 me and my team. Uh, we're going to be covering, I believe, the appraisal cost up to uh, $675. That's what the new VA appraisal uh, costs are up to. So we cover the appraisal for them. Awesome. Uh, we are going to be looking to partner with uh, realtors that want to participate in that. Uh, you can set your own uh, amount of contribution. There's no um, um, rules that uh, you have to uh, provide a certain amount of rebate uh, or you don't even have to participate at all. I'm going to be participating and I want to grow that to help more and more community members uh, that are our local heroes. So uh, speaking directly to the real producer community, whether you're a real estate uh, agent or one of the other partners like myself, if you're interested in participating, please let us know. Please reach out. I'd be more than happy to sit down and get into some of the details with you. But that, that, that program is just a way to help more community heroes and give them a real benefit as opposed to taking a big chunk of the of the rebate and then only providing uh, the 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 client with a nominal 
uh, um, wow. discount. Wow. So incredible what you both are already up to and what you're going to be up to in the new year. I think it's absolutely amazing. And I'm sure there are people listening in that want to connect with you in regards to uh, lending and regards to, you know, their home or one of the programs you just mentioned or previous myth busting class. So once again, Wade, how do they get in touch with you? If someone is listening in and is like, I need to speak to Wade or I want to be a part. I want to work with you. Yeah, absolutely. So again, uh, feel free to uh, friend me on Facebook, shoot me a private message, shoot me an email. Uh, again, team at winningwithwade.com, team at winningwithwade.com. Feel free to go to my website as well, which is obviously winningwithwade.com. Awesome. And Miranda, what about you? For those that are listening in and are like, I need to get in touch with Miranda to work with you, to help you with uh, what you're starting in the new year. Uh, how do they contact you? Yes, they can uh, call me, text me, 214-707-1697. Again, 214-707-1697. Awesome. Yeah, or Facebook me as well. Great. Well, thank you guys for being on the show. This was amazing. And I'm sure, like I mentioned earlier, we could talk a lot more uh, about a lot more things than this hour can hold, but I'm so glad that we got to dive into some of those things that you're passionate about, what you're doing, and I'm sure those listening in have learned a lot. And um, for those listening in, I want to encourage you to tune in next Wednesday. We'll be we'll be on here, a different host, a part of the Real Producers team. Uh, but tune in Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Thank you again to you guys. Thank you to Lendon. And speaking of Lendon, I want to invite you in. He is the owner and creator of The Difference. And um, he started the platform that we are streaming through. Lendon, why don't you share a little bit about this platform for those that are wanting to connect with you and perhaps start a podcast or live stream of their own? Well, thank you, uh, Rochelle. Wade, uh, Miranda, very good show today. Um, I, I was in mortgages many, many years ago, Wade, and, and 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 I just really appreciate what you both are doing for the VA community. And one of the reasons we started The Difference is I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years, and most businesses don't struggle or fail because of a bad product or service. They struggle or fail because not enough people, not enough of the right people knew who they were and what they were doing and their passion right. for doing it. And so we wanted to create a, a platform to give these people opportunities, to give the people in our communities that are making the difference, like you, Wade, that are starting that program um, and helping the other people that are making the difference, the first responders, the, the veterans. Mm -hmm. And that's what our country was built upon. Um, and that's just, there's just so many unsung heroes out there within our big cities and our small right. communities. And I just want to bring them, bring life to them and let people hear uh, what they're doing and who they are, and just try to try to bring a little bit of positive energy back to a, a nation. I think that that our our big media kind of goes on the negative slant. Not to get into that, but um, so I'll stop right there. But thank you, Rochelle. <laughs> yeah. The more positive, the better. That's exactly right. Yeah. I agree. And there's, but there, but you know, Wade, there's so much positive out there in our communities. Mm -hmm. The 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 tighter you get the, the the grassroots level there's amazing people doing amazing things helping their neighbors right. not paying attention to the negative noise that's going on and telling us how, what we need mm -hmm. to think about our neighbor and why we need to be mad at everybody else we are doing a phenomenal job in our communities of loving each other and serving each other and no one gets enough credit for that right well said Mm -hmm. Right. Well, thank you, Lendon, for spotlighting those people. And certainly both of these people right there are, are two of those heroes. You guys are heroes as well to many. So thank you again. And yeah. I didn't I know I said it earlier, but I feel like it'd be wrong if I didn't say Merry Christmas closing yeah, that. Christmas. <laughs> closing this program. Uh, so Merry, Merry Christmas. Uh, to those of you watching um, from us here at DFW Real Producers. Lending with the difference. Thank you all for tuning in. 
Hope you just have a, a good time with family and friends, and uh, especially those of you in the real estate community. Hope you get to take a break. <laughs> Hope you get to put the phone down a little bit there. So. <laughs> Thank y'all. Appreciate Thank you. you. All right. Bye. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. <laughs>